boom, boom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are live. No, I'm trying to be more tall. Look at me. You ain't never seen me brush my face. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. Camera? Let's camera? Let's so let's let's see how we do this. Look, like, we don't just show up like this. We had to make it this way. Yeah, man. Right. Hold on. Yeah. Check out this knot, though. Come on, man. Come on. That man. is nice. That I don't know how to do. That I yeah. gotta, I gotta, I gotta Come study on. up on that. Absolutely. Someone asked that's me. That's a Windsor. That's the Windsor. The Windsor not. Yes, of the course. Windsor. Come on, man. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, that's right. Real G's know. So listen, what do you know about Kevin Samuels? What do I know about Sir Kevin Samuels? I, I mean, I, I I saw a video or two. You know what I mean? I definitely uh took 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 a a, a play out of his book here or there. You know, I know a little bit about the man. Mm-hmm. I think he has some interesting things to say, some interesting theories. Like what, Rich? Like what? They don't see almost almost went to you know well, hyper mode. You know, for, for one, just uh being prepared. Being prepared. There's a lot of different ways to be prepared, you know. Be prepared physically, mentally, financially, you know. Right, right. Well, Before I know you... one of one of the most controversial things about this guy is him telling <laughs> Him asking a, a lady what her rank was between one one and ten, and you cannot use seven, right? No ice. Um, so seven is too traditional. Guys. Everybody's a seven. Is that what he's saying? Everybody no, no. He said you can't because everybody uses seven because nobody wants to put themselves in too high of a class. Hello, Miss Phil, y'all. Hello, the captain. Look at that. Look at y'all. Ah, oh, y'all love the black. Verbiage, man. Look at y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Classing it up for the memorial of Mr. Kevin Samuels. Hello, gentlemen. How are y'all? We are very well. Thank you, Miss Greensville, y'all. But yeah, most controversial thing he said, right? Rate yourself one to ten, can't use a seven. And the girl goes, I'm about a, a four or five until, you know, I beat my face and put my hair on and then I'm a six. Okay. And he said, okay, how much you weigh? She says, you know, I'm, I'm right around 189, 200, somewhere around there. How tall are you? Five nine. He's like, oh, you're a running back. That's the same size as uh, as Emmitt Smith hey. and Barry Sanders. Deion Sanders, yeah, hey, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. And old oh, man, it set the internet ablaze. But uh, yeah, yeah, he has some interesting things to say. What's up, Josh Turner? We need look, we need double digits in here tonight because we have some very important issues. That's Where are the ladies? Because we gonna come at it from a male perspective, and we always want to. Yeah, man, bring your sisters on here. I need somebody asked me a question. Where your sister? Right, we got right. you. Now, first of all, we need more dudes, though, don't we? Like, I want to have overwhelming dude numbers, and then kind of force the ladies from our conversation to speak up, angrily or otherwise. All right. You know what? Matter of fact, I got just the guys. Don't you worry about it. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> All right, well, welcome back to Urban Academia. I'm your host, Jay Zilla. My other host over here to my left is Mr. Chulo Rich. We have Mr. Kyle Robinson and David Papaitin in the house. Introduce yourselves, fellas. I'll go Hi. first, I guess. Oh, well, heck. <laughs> you, you you, you, go ahead, Kyle. You go ahead. Yeah, yeah I, I gave the shot. Can you hear me? Can y'all hear me pretty good? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm Kyle Robinson. I'm the executive director of the Adolescent Redemption Project. It's a prison reform initiative in Michigan. I'm also the creator of AmplifiedSilencePodcast.com. It's a platform that gives prisoners an opportunity to circumvent the barriers inside of prison to communication with their families and loved ones, give them access to things like uh, social media and whatnot. So check it out. That's AmplifiedSilencePodcast.com. That's awesome. Thanks. That's awesome, bro. Very cool. Uh, Mr. Papayden. Yes, uh, my name is David Papayden. I'm the host of the Fermenting Opinions podcast. Uh, We talk about politics and philosophy of religion primarily and whatever else that might interest me just kind of in the time. Uh, As the tagline goes, it is the podcast in search of a more palatable political ferment. Um, In in search of other things that are more palatable, I also co-host the Whiskey Rebellion barcast. It's actually based out of Columbia there as well. Um, and we talk about drinking, um, and we the don't talk about politics. Rebellion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh wow, that sounds wild, there, my boy. Yeah, you got to give me a little, little something, little something about that. Now, that's kind of yeah. Basically, yeah, we, we come on, we talk about what bottles we found. Where, like, you know, what are you drinking tonight? And we show up, and we say, hey, oh, I've got this. It's you know, age this. It's this proof, and it's that. These are the tasting notes. Here's how I feel about it. Here's what's going on in the industry, so on and so forth. Um, Sometimes we just screw around, have a good time, and sometimes it's more like academic type conversation. You're drinking Seagram's extra dry. I could not. I have the hardest time getting into gin. I, and here's the other thing. And I'm just, hold just on, man. talking about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I drink. Man. I drink them neat. Hold on, man. Uh, Mr. Samuels would reach down and slap the shit out of you uh, for displaying oh, that you. bottle and and saying his name. Come on, man. Don't show nobody that goddamn bottle. <laughs> First of all, it's a very... See, in Detroit, to they, call it, belief. they call it bumpy face in the hood in Detroit. That's what they call it. <laughs> but the bottle bumpy is so face. nice. <laughs> is it really good, though? I, I no, feel like I gotta, I gotta really get you good. to try something that's like... Let's get him some Bombay. Really You're gonna drink gin. Let's get you some. I've Bombay. done the Bombay stuff. I've done the tequila stuff, like Patron and all the other stuff. Like, it don't really taste different. I go by what I like. Now I tell you, said, what, you're saying, hang on, you're is, saying, you're saying that he will reach up from his grave, come on, and slap man. me for that bottle, give you an elbow, something. Here's what I think. I think he will commend me for just being myself. He always talks be about right. being genuine. You could What's be up, right. Who that podcast up there? What up, gangster? What's up, Jasmine Adams? Hello, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. That's right. We're all over the place. That gummy. She says Malibu rum all the way. Okay. Oh, yeah, and in-house, we have our Spanish, our Mexican brethren, Mr. Manny Garcia, and he's going to be chiming in every now and then in Spanish, you know. Introduce yourself, sir. Hola, buenas tardes. Mi nombre es Manuel Garcia. Uh, a mí me gusta el tequila, salsa. <laughs> I understood tequila. Un... That's right. That's right. I understand all Us too. tequila. Us too. I like right. tequila. Yeah, tequila is lo mejor. Yeah. Well, he's going to be chiming in in Spanish only. Go ahead, get used to it now. So, listen, Kevin Samuels. You guys don't know much about him, which is probably a good thing. I'm not gonna lie to you. But one thing he did was he highlighted, you know, what I mean, uh, you know, different fragrances. He was always trying to keep men smelling good, looking good, whatnot. So that's why we're in the suits, uh, as opposed to our uh, traditional wear, which are usually t-shirts. Except right. Rich. Rich is even a t-shirt looks way better than I do. But yeah, the candle I'm highlighting here is called Warm Leather and Amber. Yeah, warm leather. Warm yeah. Leather. 
That's the candle. Amber. So I'll yeah. be drinking out of that candle before I drink that gin, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna stay off my gin. Y'all gonna stay off my gin. I gotta help you. We gotta get together yeah. sometime. The other thing he would do is, is go ahead and, and, and um highlight a fragrance. Mr. Rich, what you got for us? I don't have a candle. I do have a fragrance for you. Uh, let's see. I like uh, right now. I'm, bottles are almost empty, as you can see. So I, I've been, I've been really feeling my. Uh, that's that's the Dolce. Uh, Dolce. And uh, the, the the Burberry. You know, we're about halfway through that one. I like that one as well. Burberry Cologne. I like it. I like it. What's up, Mr. Jude? Mr. Jordan Bills. Are you asking to come on with a question, man? Or are you gonna hide in the comments as usual? What <laughs> he said, "Who granddaddy is this?" <laughs> I know I look more like a deacon than a than a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She said Sorry, that wrong with being a deacon. Now I'm gonna my fragrance is gonna be I don't know if you can see that or not, but Eternity for Men. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Klein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and get some. I actually have that going. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh yes, right. it's very nice. Very nice. We'll hey, pay us. Scratch and sniff, right? Pay us. Scratch and sniff this one. That's right. I'll tell you what. But yeah, so we're going to, we're trying to figure out values. And not just in relationships, whether it be friendships, enemieships, or whatever the ships, right? We're mm -hmm. also talking about community and all this sort of thing. But we want to start with Kevin Samuels because he stirred up such a hornet's nest and then tragically passed away. But he did die like he lived. Are you familiar with how he died, sir? All I know is he was found unresponsive in his hotel. Yeah, there was a young lady with him. Ah, he overcame yeah. himself? Yeah, that... well, I, I think he may have just put too much, you know, he's putting too many things. I've never together. heard it I'm put that sure. way before. <laughs> <laughs> he overcame that is, that is himself. A, that is an old joke. <laughs> that, is an old, that is an old joke. Well, someone did call his granddaddies in the chat, man. I'll yeah. tell you what, I'm going to burn up. It might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. Look, Glenn's Phil, y'all says, that smells good, Jay Zilla. That's right, that gummy. Yeah. That is right. He says, Amber is my favorite stone. Okay. So, Kevin Samuels. One of, I mean, he had many jobs. He was an engineer. He was overweight. He uh, was trying to holler at ladies that he would consider out of his, um, what do you call it, outside of his level. And so he wanted those women, so he started researching like a madman. Like, what do they want? What do those caliber women want? And so what he did was he built himself up. He left the corporate world, started his own thing uh, in fashion and advice and, like, I guess, some sort of therapy. And um, what's up, Jessica, the motivator from YouTube? So, yeah, he's just um, a guy who, you know, fat, out of shape, ugly. This, these are his words. And he started, you know, washing his face, getting a nice cut. I think he had the spray on uh, hairline and all that stuff. Started wearing suits instead of sweatpants and T-shirts. Right? Shouts out to me and my style. And uh, lost a lot of weight. Got himself fit. Got him a black belt. And I think jujitsu or taekwondo, one of those. And, um, and after he did that, he had no problem with those ladies. So people. Typo yeah, class. Typo class, right. People, she mm. said therapy? No, sir. Uh-oh. Yeah, someone who's familiar with Mr. Samuels' work. Uh -oh. All right, Jazz, we'll, we'll drop that link here in a little bit, man. You get yourself ready. Um, So, yeah, so he did all that. And so women and men flocked to him to try to figure out, hey, how did you do it and how can I do it? 
Now, I feel like he said some crazy things, and at the same time, he made some good points. Nope. But we humans are genetically predisposed to literally looking at the negative because in back in the day, the negative could kill you, right? Oh, you got a cough? I'm going to pay extra care, extra attention to you. Hey, there's a snake in the grass. We got to focus on that instead of the 10 million things that are being done on a daily basis that are positive actions. So I say to you, is he the GOAT? I think he was just a big thing at the time man he, he was a guy that uh he was a guy that said he was a straight shooter you know what i mean i think uh i think they call all the straight shooters out no matter what they saying mm-hmm. it don't really matter what you're saying if you're saying it straight and you're standing on it you know you're gonna make somebody feel some kind of way you know and i think you know uh it's it's hard to rebuttal a black woman sometimes especially groups you know what i mean so uh Oh, hey man, when when you can re- rebuttal a group of black women, hey man, yeah, yeah it's what man. it is. All right, Mr. Propriety, what do you what are your thoughts on that? You just had what? a show, right? I kind just of I just had a show yeah. on value and purpose. Um, I, I did it yesterday actually. It's on YouTube. Has not been edited yet to end up on my RSS feed. There's a another little self plug. But for many opinions, check us out on iTunes Beyond Pod, wherever else you get your podcast stuff on. That episode is going to be dropping soon. Um, but yeah, regarding just the topic of values, like I, I, I'll have to freely admit here that I don't really know much about Kevin Samuels. Like I basically have caught like one tiny little blurb. He was controversial. Sounded like he did like the ultra masculine thing and like basically cleaned himself up so he could present to. I don't know if you want to say more type A or more successful, more attractive type women, what have you. Um, and he died of what? A heart attack in a hotel room messing around with a young lady. Is that is that about the size of it? That's about so, the size of it. I, I, think I guess. The question, yeah. I, I think the question is more so, can we extract the wisdom and leave the pain behind? Right, because we're not here to bash black sure. women. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm yeah. not here trying to bash anybody. I, no, I guess no, not you. My... I'm saying me and Rich. We already get some questions in the chat. Okay, okay, okay. Um, my thought is this: is that the way I live my life, I want to look back and be happy with the things that I've done. Not necessarily like, have I checked some box that says I'm keeping up with the Joneses? Do I have a big, nice house? Do I have a fancy car? Nice clothes? beautiful you know arm piece kind of trophy wife whatever like you know i can i can say these things and society tells me that those things are validating to me or that like i've been some big success but if i haven't created real meaning in my day-to-day life and if i i haven't done something that lasts in the lives of other people then to me i i didn't value the right things I would, I would wonder, again, I know almost nothing about this Kevin Samuels guy. If he could look back now, knowing how his life ended, would he be happy with the actions that he took up to that point? Well, probably not mixing the, the specific amount of drugs, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the first one, right? I shouldn't right. have done that. I shouldn't have, I should have left that other pill alone. Man, so but I, like, I beyond like, that, yeah. I mean, to look, look deeper, like, is that really what, how he wanted to spend his last days? Well, I don't think he would have wanted nobody talking about him dying of drugs and shit after he was sitting up there cleaned up talking all that extra shit he was talking. You know, <laughs> that's that's not really uh that don't go together. It's not fitting. But uh, I mean, he said some good shit though. He definitely said some things that make you think twice. You know what I mean? Some things that 
you know, if you listen to him, they're not going to hurt you. You know what I mean? He, he wasn't telling you something that was going to hurt you, you know? Right, right. Basically, we'll, just get your shit together. Right, right. Shit. So, again, I ask, you know, can you extract the wisdom and leave the pain behind? And that's what we're trying to do, extract the wisdom for that. And uh, other, you know, we can touch on some other more serious things like this shooting. But first, mm-hmm. we have to address a couple of these questions here. Um, I like Miss Phil y'all's question, but we'll start with Miss Jessica, the motivator. She says, uh, "This is for Chulo Rich. What's the best part of dating you? Best part of dating me? I don't know. I would. Uh... Oh no, I'm a nice guy. I don't know. I I tend to. I was talking to somebody about this earlier. I make things better. That's the best part of dating." I make things better. Whatever it is that that, that 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 is there, I'll take it and improve that a little bit. Whatever idea you had or, you mm-hmm. know, gonna do a, a function, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add a little something to that function you wouldn't have been able to think of, you know what I mean? Just a little shit, you know. Right, right, I like that. Mr. Pilot, what would you say about yourself? Uh, what, what the best part of dating me is? Yeah, uh, yeah. Say yourself, would- my man. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm happily spoken for. I'm going to clear that up quickly. Um, but I would say the best part of dating me is that I make my partner my priority in my life. And it's not a sacrifice. I, I can take care of my stuff, my own needs, my own priorities. But I do also make my partner my priority. And she knows that every day. I hear that. I hear here, that. Here, 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 here. I'm happily mm-hmm. spoken for as well. I say the best part about dating me is uh, it's not going to be boring. <laughs> it won't be born. I guarantee you that. So it's it's one of those things of um I'm I'm constantly talking, constantly thinking, all this stuff. And my wife, I happen to marry the exact perfect person for me because she's very quickly to shut all that down and, and tell me, hey, get to the point. Mm. You know? So yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's not boring. Like you'll never be just like, oh, we didn't do anything crazy today, good, bad, or ugly. It won't be boring. So that's right. Next go. question goes to Miss Phil, y'all. She says, "What's wrong with masculinity?" And nothing wrong with it. But there's, you know, there's, 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 there's definitely a way to present things. You know what I mean? You don't want, you know, you you might enjoy a masculine man, but you don't want him coming in there just doing the most. You know what I mean? So there's a line with everything. You know what I mean? It's a line you got to walk. Be a masculine person, but you, you there's, there's a line between being masculine and dominant. You know what I mean? Uh, what is that line? I I think uh I, I think it's in your attitude. It's it's you know presentation. You know what I mean? Uh, I could say the same thing in three or four different tones. You know what I mean? And make it mean three or four different things. You know so. I think as long as it's presented properly, it'll be accepted properly. Hmm. Mr. Papayden, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I would kind of echo uh, what Mr. Rich had to say there. Uh, th- there's nothing by itself wrong with masculine. It just is, right? It's not, to me, there's not like a like a moral component. You are masculine, you are, or someone is feminine, then they're feminine. It's it's That's whatever, but it's what you do with it. And I think right. a lot of people dislike masculinity in general because most of the expressions that they've experienced have been, you know, and we've heard the term toxic masculinity before. Like, that's what they're talking about is someone using their masculinity as an excuse 
to act less than they know they're capable of and i think that's really the the, the problem with some people who, who lean into their masculinity a little too much basically say well i'm just a man i you know i can be bad at talking about my feelings and just be really obtuse and rude and whatever you know and this is just a for instance right but like when you know better you do better right and i think most of us at this point do know better at least on some things and it's using masculinity as an excuse to not do better than i think that's the problem if there is one really with masculinity per se yeah so there you talk- go what jasmine said mm-hmm. a man who is sure of his masculinity doesn't have to be chauvinistic that's right? true that's true that's and 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 it's the same thing with womanhood right like i love femininity you know mm-hmm. can you have too much feminine energy can you can you you know can you come off as a whole you know giving too much feminine energy i think it's possible you know what i mean so there's and that that's probably the same thing with being a man and, and being a little too masculine you know what i mean i don't i, don't, I can't think of the word you know lumberjack i don't know but, but uh you, you can give yeah you know giving giving lumberjack energy you know i don't know just doing the most you know? Hold on, we got a chuckle from our guy. Look, give me some mm. Spanish. What do our Mexican <laughs> brothers think about this, man? Bueno, yo pienso que masculinidad. <laughs> yeah. No sé si yeah. lo van a entender, pero masculinidad no es ser un hombre, uh, golpear a una mujer o someterla a, a sus uh, razones o ser más grande que una mujer. Masculinidad es llevar a una mujer al cielo, hacerla sentir mujer y hacerla sentir lo más querido del mundo. Yeah, in the world, you heard that go, man. Right? Communication is key. I believe him. I'll <laughs> take your word for it that that was his word. <laughs> Communication <laughs> is key. <laughs> Communication is key. So if I'm looking for a specific thing and I'm trying to beat, break, and melt and smoke into what I wanted to be versus going to find that thing, it's gonna be some issues. It's gonna be some issues. So if I if I'm looking for, you know, I don't know, a woman who's a size what negative eight and a half, right? Who only says, Yes, sir, right? I can't go find some strong, independent feminist woman and try to force her into that mode. Does that make sense? We gotta be okay with doing the work. And that goes with everything, anything of value, right? So I'm trying to figure out how we can get that across, how we can get Mr. Samuel's message across a little bit nicer, right? A little bit more mm-hmm. fact-driven, right? Because he was at a point- he must, where- I need to like watch his videos or something. I feel, I feel like I, I mean, would watch you him know, and I would have maybe some some criticisms. I, 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 what I, just, I mean- That's what I'm picking I don't, up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that, you know, it. he just says it like a dick, right? So as a man, You've heard people speak like a dick, but that don't mean they lying. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he didn't tell a lie. He just spoke like a dick. You know what I mean? You know, right. so. let's, let's take a let's take a listen here. I've been teasing this. Oh, here we go. Now. Here we go. Let's just take a quick listen. Is this like worst wife ever calls in for dating advice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, how could I juggle it with getting a high value man back? that um i felt like i lost because i wasn't Ah. um in therapy i wasn't um 
I wasn't ready and he called it out. He said I needed to get therapy and I really want him. Okay. You know what? I am glad you asked this question. How to fix it. Okay. Well, first off, you've already done step one, acknowledging that there's a problem. Acknowledging that you found somebody that could be in the area and let's just say it nicely, you might have screwed it up. Right? How to get it back. Uh, well, is the person still single and available? Oh, thank you, YouTube. <laughs> Sorry, that's directly from YouTube, and of course, I don't have the ads. Including with the I'm, ads, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm cheap still. I'm cheap still. Gotcha. We'll, we'll go right back to it, though. But there wasn't really anything wrong with his... Did okay. we, is it... Oh, no, no. I made the same mistake because I just discovered that he existed last week at the same time I learned that he died. So That's hilarious. Just right. keep listening. Approximately how long ago did you guys end your interaction? A year ago, but he doesn't live in the same state as me. Okay. A year ago? All right. And he ended it by saying it was ended he said that you need to get your your stuff together he said literally i need to get therapy have you done that (laughs) yes i've been in therapy from that time so yes all right i'm i'm still in therapy all right and have you learned anything in therapy that would have made a difference in the relationship you had yes that i have to go from what i see right now um i can't go off of what i've done in the past and i shouldn't bring it up because Mm -hmm. he doesn't know about that either and it was always i i felt like i was giving him too much information where he would be like i don't care don't want to talk about that and i was like thinking he was mean but i should never brought those things up because it didn't matter okay and, so uh, it, he didn't so do anything hold on, to hold on, me hold on, hold on making men in your present pay for mistakes of your past equals no future that's what she's saying number one number two when men are ready to, to move forward, they really don't care about all that stuff. They just want to know, is it a problem? So uh, when was the last time you've spoken to this man since your breakup? Um, I haven't just over a year since that time, but it's mm-hmm. since all that has passed mm-hmm. um, and I felt like I lost him. I, I moved on mm-hmm. and I got married, but I don't want to be. With you got him. married? Yeah. You're currently married? Yes. I'm oh. Married. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> uh, you got to be kidding me. Ma'am. This this is the state. You're telling me. No, I'm not. You, you broke know, up. Was... This guy called it out, and instead of, and you said you wouldn't have gotten therapy, yeah. and you're married. And you're actually you're actively on you a platform with a million therapy. folks, actively talking about leaving your husband to get back with your ex. 
because he's high value and I look like Now, 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 Zilla, yeah. can we also to you, Mr. David? Yes, sir. You know, Kevin's somewhat of a, you know, dick sometimes, you know what I mean? I, you know, I say it, you know what I mean? But that's only if you don't understand a straight shooter, right? Uh, I heard a lot of shit that that woman said, right? That would, would make me, uh, or I think any man, maybe have some shit to say. You know what I mean? It's, I could imagine what her fucking husband is saying. Because I'm certain he's seen this video by now. I'm, I'm certain he's seen this video. And she's saying she wants a, a high value man while she's married, you know, to whomever did all this work and put this ring on her finger. You know what I mean? Mm. But, you know, some women, you know, some women cannot be satisfied. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I heard somebody say the other day, he was talking about the women that need the, the all the extra this and extra that, you know, nothing's actually real. You know what I mean? Uh, his look at it was hell. If God couldn't satisfy you, I don't know what the hell you think I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I can see that. I can understand that. Some women just, you know, it is what it is. And they don't realize that until it's too late. That's a shame. That's the sad part about it. Most shocking thing, Mr. Papayden. Mm. I mean, other than the fact that she's on a, I mean, it's just like you said, that she's on this major YouTube channel talking about wanting to get up, get together with her, her ex while she's still married. Like when people do stuff like that, I have to wonder if it's not, this isn't just like for attention that someone's just kind of like, you know, it, basically made up a story kind of thing to be because like that is like some like jerry springer level like, <laughs> no, I, ridiculousness. I, think, I, think, I date I myself all the time with these i don't even know if it's still a show but you know what i mean like it's just that ridiculous i think they're that crazy man i do and the man with the halo the golden halo mr cal robinson joins the show how are you sir hey what's up man can you hear me can you hear yeah, me yeah yeah Cool. I've got to take a test because I'm coming around someone who's immunocompromised. So I'm going to have a mask on for like 15 minutes. So once it's up, I'll take it off. Okay. Okay. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I like you being a trooper. Like, no, I said I would be here. And if I got to be <laughs> on the staircase with a halo of light I behind me, I'm going to make sure, make sure that I still show up. I appreciate your efforts here, man. I'm not feeling bad about it. Y'all, y'all two came out here in suits. Y'all slayed <laughs> us from the beginning. This, I'm, not, I'm no longer worried about image. That's that's, that's that is hilarious. nice, man. That's so good. look, we got yeah, we got Jasmine Adams in the comments that says, "Hello, Black Jesus." <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, so give me all the comments. They're talking a little bit. Uh, we'll go back to this Honeycutt's comment. I'm going to start with Mr. Craig Today's. So I refuse to believe was that was real. Right. Hey, right. man, you, you, you'd be surprised, man, with these girls out here, man. And that's, 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 that's why they will be left in some of these bad situations. You know what I mean? I feel so Jasmine's much. comment here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that it, it, I, I get the impression that, like, if someone he, were to really come on and say anything that preposterous, like he didn't 
he didn't say anything that anybody else wasn't thinking. Like he wasn't even mean about exactly. it. He just, he was, I mean, I, I have a feeling that if we, if we kept going and we probably don't have four hours to go through uh, this guy, Kevin Samuel's content to find him just being an asshole to somebody. Um, yeah. There's a, like, she, that is, if she, that's real, she's a ridiculous person who obviously needs to work on her own issues. Um, yeah. But that's doesn't, you know, that doesn't make Kevin better or worse necessarily. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's in that situation who, who, who would really have said anything different? Like you're, so what? You, you're what, and you're doing what, and you're on You would say that bitch really needs to get back to therapy. I, I think she never got out of therapy she what never, she needed she to. She never went. Yeah. She yeah. was lying. She might, I mean, you can go to therapy and waste your time, like, and not know, listen, and and yeah. not really. Not like, so my, my my girlfriend, she's currently studying to become a, a therapist. She's in um she's in her master program for it now, and you know, so I get to learn from like that other side, like how therapy really works. And yeah. it's like, yeah, if you go and if you don't like reveal all essentially and allow yourself to no be vulnerable being. and really talk about your deep dark ugly shit, like you're not really gonna understand. That's why right. you keep screwing up if you are screwing things up in life like which got you in therapy in the first place probably like if if you don't do the work you're not gonna get better case in point if, you, if you're, you're not married to, to somebody and you're talking to a youtuber about trying to get back with you your go. ex because it's a high value man i don't even know what the hell that means first of all high value you had like, more money than the other i day. mean <laughs> yeah yeah High value mean his pocket run a little deeper than the other nigga pocket. That's that's what it means. To, you know, so what she's mean? settled that's and not, she's basically admitting it. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? And that's the fact that you even look at partners that way in the first place, like I mean, There's everyone needs to like There's pull their the weight. I believe that, but like just looking There's at numbers, problem. just looking at finances, and being like, if that's your only gauge of the value of a, another human being. You've already right. you're already screwing up. That's right. That's right. Came Absolutely. in wrong, you're gonna leave wrong. I wanna know what our Mexican brother brethren thinks about this. Real quick. Hey, hey. Finish break. Buenas tardes. Como les dije, mi nombre es Manuel García. Me despido. Desgraciadamente me tengo que ir. A todos mis amigos de habla hispana, les recomiendo que escuchen Urban Academia. Puede ser muy beneficioso para su esposa, para su esposo. Y aquí me despido. Hasta luego, mis amigos. I feel like he said these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> no, he said men be be good to your women. Women be good oh. to your men. Make sure you communicate okay. and make sure you watch <laughs> Urban Academia. That, that's what I'm talking about. That's what it's hey. My God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yeah, I like how y'all are saying what well, depends on what you value. And as far as whether this was real or not, 40% of marriage couples are impacted by infidelity. 40%. Okay, so they exist. They exist. And they're they exist in this world the ideal of the grass is greener on the other side. Right? Mm -hmm. So if you think like, man, I got this high value man, quote unquote high value man, and you think I see two more higher value men walk by, man, I'll probably get them too. Let me upgrade because I feel like they're on my level. And one of the things he always does is, is try to what he calls level set people, right? You tell me what you rate yourself. How much money do you make? How much education do you got? Talk to me about your personality. Now, I watch <laughs> an obsessive amount of, of uh, Kevin Samuels, okay? He sunk in a little bit with the suit and whatnot, but I, I think I only got one night with this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? 
But I feel like um, I feel like what he was saying because I watched some twenty, you know, plus minus five, right? Twenty some odd hours of this guy just trying to get a real feel for who he is. If you take like five total clips, the ones that went viral, they were always Kevin Samuel destroys black woman, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's and all that's, that went viral, and that's what he viral. went viral for. Not not as not the, the the real thoughts and really what he's doing. It's just the fact that hey man, he he, he able to talk to black women like that. And ain't nobody saying that. That's <laughs> right. That's right. You can't do that, man. Oh my goodness, I can't imagine. I'm getting hotter just thinking about talking bad about how <laughs> beautiful black queens out there. But yeah. I, but I think I think we can get to a point where we can at least see that he's fair. Because no one talks about his many hours talking to incels, right? He, he, has he spends one a lot. Of, does he spend a lot of time talking to incels? Because I was he about has to say, series on it. This is probably it's, and it relates to because you mentioned Jordan Peterson and that. Like I regard people who take this approach to guys like here, guys. Here's how you fix yourself, and it's like a bunch of self help kind of guru type stuff. But it's mostly common sense, you know, Jordan Peter, clean up your room, stand up straight, you know, take take care of yourself, treat yourself like somebody that you're responsible for, because, well, you are. Like, that's all, I mean, none of that's wrong. It's all basically common sense stuff. But when you start to get into problems is when they start pontificating about the, the conditions of society. He starts talking about forced monogamy and screaming about how the woke left professors, whatever, are ruining everything. And it's like, well, you've lost the plot, man. Like, the incels are, are incels for a reason it's their personality there's nothing like nuts and bolts it's not about how much right. money they're making or anything like that like it's the personality and they want to blame everybody else for the reason they can't get laid like and oh, they're fodder for people like this i i created a tag group and having nothing to do with kim samuels but it, it's as what is it? Jordan Peterson is Deepak Chopra for incels. Like it's, it's basically it. he says stuff that sounds really deep, but it's not. It's common sense shit, right? That's it. Hey, <laughs> but common sense ain't common, sir. Right. Thank I you. mean, that's I mean that's that's Thank true. You. It's it's kind of a <laughs> Thank you. And look, I'm so glad he, and he found a way to make money off of it. I guess I should be happy for him. Yeah, right? but in his defense, he was on YouTube for over like I think a couple of decades, right? He's written, I think, his third book because he says for his first book, he spent years working on that. Are you He's talking about Peterson or Peterson, Kevin? Peterson. Okay, yeah, yeah. He spent well, years, his maps of meaning thing, yeah. Maps of meaning. He spent years working on that. And he said he want he didn't want to put anything out unless he, he believed in every single word. Now, what I will say is incels exist. These extremist groups exist. So we I've can't interviewed just incels ignore before. Them. I've talked to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, but just like you're talking to him, and you're probably saying a lot of things that just make sense. Like, yeah, man, you probably need friends, right? Hey, read the wild side, touch shower. grass, get out your damn basement. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. Were they like self self proclaimed? That's it's even yes. better, dude. I'll tell you. So we'll we'll go back. Uh, you know, rewind like maybe three or four years ago. I had um, one of my my live shows. It, it featured hey, of incels. This hey, dude hey. just got laid, and he still wanted to call himself an incel. Like he before y'all go any further, <laughs> uh, th- th- tell us what incel is. I'm back here. I just, oh, okay. okay, my All bad. Right. Hold on, I got the right. actual. So, a member of yeah. an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, typically associated with views that are hostile toward 
uh, toward women and men who are sexually active. Mm-hmm. So basically, like me, if I'm a virgin and I'm upset because I feel like it was only because men are jerks and women are, you know, unrealistic. That's why I'm a virgin. So they take that, that angst and anger and misinformation and they blow it up as far as, um, you know, it's all it's the world's fault, not mine. And people right. like Kevin Samuels, Dr. Jordan Peterson and your local pastor, they all say the same thing. If you want to talk about politics, religion or money, it all comes back to the same thing responsibility now you can use it towards different genres but it all comes back to the same thing if you want to make money you got to be able to work hard save budget right bide your time take chances when when you can afford to so on and so forth that's how you build wealth warren buffett i mean he still eats at the same mcdonald's and buys the exact same breakfast every morning with exact change exact change Right, that's how you build that. But what they're saying is, I don't want to do the work, it should just happen for me. And because it's not, it's your fault. So, what seems like common sense to some people is not common sense to all. So, we do need those people saying it, but sometimes we get more wrapped up in how people say things, right? Jordan Peterson, you can say that he, like, I feel like you're right now, uh, David, he's in Mm -hmm. the great game now, as they say on Game of Thrones. He's in the great game now, so now he's got to be more. Of a uh, you know contrarian and all these things, right? Well, it's sure. I mean, things. that's that's how certain people you know they make their bones. You know, you were talking about you know, Kevin Samuels destroys such and such. You know, it's the same thing with Jordan Peterson destroys, and it's all the YouTube clickbait headlines, which is why I have a YouTube channel. You guys do as well. I try to avoid using that kind of verbiage because it to me it's so cheap and flashy. Again, things we're going back to values and like what I value. A value contributing something of substance um you know that's not gonna be every day certainly mm-hmm. for me but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna try and i'm gonna make that effort um Absolutely. when you're just going for the the most clicks likes equals money i mean to to me that's a that's a that's a shallow existence and i don't want to contribute to it right right so and that's fine but here's what i'm saying you gotta look consequently at i don't make any money doing this <laughs> <laughs> right. but we have to look at the totality of things right Jordan Peterson, and we're not here to debate him, right? But I'm saying Jordan yeah. Peterson for a long time was just an academic who read a lot and had a lot to say about a very small thing, right? You know, and, uh, and I feel like he wasn't concerned about money or fame or anything. Those things just sat there. And then he had this back and forth with the LG Plus community, right? That kind of shook everybody up. And then, of course, people do what people do. It's like, hey, who is this guy? Let me go check him out. Click, click, and all this See stuff. This? And because I'm telling you, I was one of those guys. Who is this prick? Hey, man. I figure out this, about him. This is the internet, man. And and one thing about it, infamy is a real fucking thing. You know what I mean? You Before anything else, you can become infamous. And then next thing you know, somebody wants to know who you are. You know what I mean? This, this right. boy that just did this heinous act in this school, he ain't famous. He's infamous. You understand? But it's, it's going to make people want to know about him. It's going to make people look at to see who he is and what was he thinking and why. You know, infamy makes people just as interested as uh, good qualities. It is what it is. Right, right. So, Cal, you work with Amplified Silence. Tell me a little bit more about that and kind of how do you set people's levels and value system? How do you get everybody on the same page and moving in the same direction? <coughs> Do this, do this for me. I'm about two minutes from being able to take the mask off. I'd rather say it without my mask, if that's okay. 
Okay, no, that's Absolutely. fine. That's fine. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Uh, comment questions. Uh, Miss Jessica's back. She says, "This is for Chase Zillick." Wow. Thank you. Uh, what's the best advice? What's the best advice anyone ever gave you? Hmm, that's a good question. Why are you asking questions? <laughs> oh man, let me see. That's let a tough see. one. I'm trying okay. to think yeah. myself. Okay, my you know, God rest his soul, my grandfather, right? The great coach John Gale Senior down there in Fort Worth, Texas. He's a legend. Um, I'll tell you a quick story about him. He played basketball, so I'm the runt of my side of the family, right? So I'm 6'4", my father's around 6'6", six, six. my grandfather is around 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, Jeez. Yeah. And so uh, he talked about, you know, playing basketball against the great Jerry West in college, right? Jerry West, for those of you who might not know, if you see the NBA logo, the logo. that's Jerry West, the logo, right? He says, <laughs> my advice was the best. Don't lie. You know what? You're right, Craig, but I'm, I'm going to uh, shout out my grandfather on this show. Here we go. So he's playing against Jerry West, and then he sees it. He says, it just hit me It just hit me during the game, you know. Oh, that's what an actual basketball player looks like. Huh. Guess I better go work hard on my degree. Better go get me a, a fine wife who's okay with taking care of a home, right? And he was a, an English teacher and a basketball coach. For the rest of his life, he realized like, oh, I, I'm gonna set my own level. I'm gonna set my own level. I'm a good player, but I'm not that. I would never be that. So let me find something else to do. So one of his greatest pieces of advice that he gave me was, if you can run, you can play any sport. If you can read, you can learn anything. And so that's why I've kind of taken the heart from him. That was a good question, man. I, I like that. And you know, you know what bag. I got from that story? I got from that story. Be realistic. Be realistic Be with realistic. yourself. Be realistic with your kids. Some of y'all out there right now, and, 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 and you know, it's basketball season. You saw him shoot that ball. That's not what they're going to be doing later on. You understand? <laughs> uh, some of them will be. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know what I mean? You, you wouldn't take that chance with boxing, would you? You know, would put your kid in that boxing ring and let him get, you know, put. Right. They're gonna take that same risk and keep lying to his ego, right? Mm. So, so why, right. why should we do it in other arenas? You know what I mean? If you if you see that a child is not really fitting in this arena, pull him out and try him in another arena. There's one that is waiting on. I promise. You know what I mean? And it mm -hmm. may be hung up on sports and bullshit that doesn't matter. You know. He's coming from it as a coach. Try, try different things. Like yeah, he's coming at it from a, a coaching standpoint, but like that's perfect. I feel like sports is is the fairest thing there is, in my opinion. Right? There's not gonna be too many, uh, you know, missed tackles on defense or missed shots on basketball or uh, a poor ERA as a baseball pitcher before people just say, nah, man, you got to go. The coach, the owner, the, your teammates, everybody. And then you as a player goes, yeah, I suck. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. I'll see you later. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like sports is is one of the fairest things on the planet as far as I, uh, I'm concerned. Now, Kyle, we were asking you about sort of the yeah. same thing, right? When he says be realistic, that can go either way, right? Be realistic about where you are as a, a, a teenager 
and the parents who are dealing with these teenagers. So talk a little bit about what you do for the people who may just be joining us and talk to me about your value setting. Sure, sure. That's broad. So I'll try to be concise. Uh, a little bit of an intro to me. I told you about Amplified Silence. I'm a prison reform advocate. So for people in prison who I find that I can help, that are worthy, uh, generally people who've been in their decades since their teenage years and uh, have been thrown away by society, I try to make sure that they have a voice. I do that through podcasts, through trying to help them publish books, uh, just getting their voice out there, recording them and letting them uh, teach series and put out put out conversations or podcasts of their own. Uh, it's generally related to giving people a voice who don't have one. Uh, and that's, so that's one of my biggest values. That's beautiful. You're right, man. And you before we on. got there, I, th I was just going to say, I do have uh, to work before on we got there, I, I, only do, I can only do it when I'm conscious of it. I think David had uh, led me to that point by just talking about uh, you know, what's worthwhile in our time, what's while, what's worthwhile in our lives, what's what's valuable to us. Uh, I didn't catch all of the transition over into the, the parenting role, but it's, it's, a, it's a question that I'm realistically least, uh, pre least positioned to answer because I don't have any children, but just general human empathy um, drives drives me to do what I do because I, I recognize that these people who've been in for decades, they're still somebody's child. They didn't get a chance to be out here developing, watching YouTube, learning the things that we're doing, uh, figuring out what podcasts are and whatnot. They're still someone's child. So I'm, I'm trying to introduce that aspect of human connection and humanity into the prison system. And that's That's probably a broader scope of my values. I'm sure I got some more. I just can't. I just can't think of them. No, that's fine. So let me try to be more concise because you work with plenty of children, whether you have them, you know, for yourself or not. You know, some of us are coaches here. You know, I was a coach before I had my first child. So, but uh, we still had a, a direct impact to that child's life, and therefore his home and the community, thus the city, thus the state, the United States, thus the world. These ripple effects that we always are creating. So can you talk about a time where someone stopped being unreal, unrealistic and it helped the child and or parent? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I can give you an example of where I was the one who uh, stopped being unrealistic. It was actually what got me into this work a few years ago. I was in Nashville. I was doing a volunteer project with the Oasis Center in Nassau, Nashville, in which we in which we went into the Davidson County Juvenile Justice, Juvenile Detention Center, where young men are housed. And it's a place for juveniles. So usually people in there are going home. They, they're coming out. They might go in there and do 10 days, 30 days, but they're coming back out. And because of my own experience, I tend to as the very few, the small minority who are not coming back, the ones who know that they're getting tried as adults, they're going to be bound over to the adult prison in court here in a couple weeks. So um, in this class, where it was myself, uh, Ron White, guy used to play for the Falcons, and a couple of the teachers there at the juvenile detention center, I asked the uh, 
I asked the lady and the, and the rest of the people to let me go talk to the two young men who were going to be uh, bound over to adult court. Both gang members, different gangs, similar profiles, um, probably looking at multiple decades for something that they don't really comprehend and grasp that they've done. So in a situation like that, I, I relate to it because that was my experience. So I, I can kind of see through the fear that, uh, that they're, that they were going through. And what I had to do was actually, uh, learn how to be loving. I, that was the only tool left in, in a situation where that is that traumatic love and care and, and empathy is, necessary for people to even hear you i can't i can't come in there and oh life's gonna be great you're gonna do fine everything's gonna be great when you get to prison you'll be out of there no it's it's, it's gonna be hard there's gonna be a you know a long road i'm not gonna bullshit you uh it's taken me quite a little time to get my own life on track but because of the way that i because i didn't sugarcoat it like everyone else did because i could absorb the the weight of what they were looking at which is the rest of their lives um which we really trim the fat out of the conversations that I think most people have with, with teenagers. Um, they're, they're humans too. I like it. I like it. We got a lot of people saying, you know, uh, like Miss Jasmine Adams is in the uh, chat again saying, mm. um, death to participation trophies, right? Yeah. It brings up you brings I mean up, you, really you should say death to the boomers who invented them. <laughs> death to the boomers. You know what? Was yeah. it the boomers? It was the boomers. It's the same people as because I'm technically a millennial. I had to get a point in here. Uh they're like, oh, you and your participation trophy. Like, first of all, I never asked for one ever, right? You know, but I played soccer when I was a little kid. I got to participate. I didn't ask for that. Who came up with that? That generation. It's the same people complaining about people getting them is the ones that invented them. And they say they give you a problem and and, and and a solution at the same time. That's what I just is. I just think some people if they don't have something to complain about they'd stop existing. So that's true. Learning how that's to be true. satisfied with yourself is son, is a skill for life. My son is you know he didn't have something to complain about you know I think he might as well just go back to sleep you know. <laughs> I, I, if if you think I you know I had some help but got a tent put up man. Uh, probably fit fit 10 15 people in there uh oh get find something quiet. to complain about i've never even seen a tent this big like, what the fuck mm. mansion <laughs> the hell are you mad about you know? <laughs> yeah you got some technical difficulties there mr rich but yeah so mm. people are talking a lot in the comments about uh these participation trophies and it made me think of a good old-fashioned disney movie Right, so let's take a look at this short clip here. The ship's unique design suggests that there were no huh? maybe not. <laughs> hey, how does it go? Technical difficulties and whatnot. That's hilarious, but it's from Incredibles. I'm just gonna have to talk through this. Sorry about that. Mm. It's from The Incredibles, and basically, this guy is in a world where superheroes work side by side with the government and the superheroes are famous and they have their identities kept secret so they can still, you know, live regular lives. One of the two biggest superheroes get married and have a whole family. Um, but what his goal was to make everybody special. And he, his, his logic was if everybody's special, then no one is. So now we've come back to Kevin Samuels. 
who are asking these women who and men too i, I keep i keep wanting to say women but people asking people how do you rate yourselves and people who rate themselves as average who are looking for somebody who makes five hundred thousand dollars a year and more right he's saying you're being unrealistic what's wrong with the guy the local deacon who's making 50 to sixty thousand a year and a good guy why do you want this guy and so for the people who were like no no i just feel like i deserve it why do you deserve it man why because right. I'm special, you know, I've got a lot to offer. Like there was one clip, like, I'm so sad I couldn't find it, where he's asking his woman over and over and over, please tell me what would you bring to the table for someone who makes 500K a year and above? And she's like, I have a lot to offer. Okay, give me one thing. Well, you know, I, I've got you know so much going on for myself, you know, and like I've got, I'm a 10, but I have room for improvement. He's like, ma'am, do you don't understand that a 10 is perfect? Perfect. What do you mean you're a 10 and have room for improvement? But this happened with men as well. And then Cal, you know, as he comes back later on, he has <laughs> the same issues with those teenagers or himself. The idea that I believe that the world has done me wrong and I have the right to give that same energy back to him. Mm. So it's a matter of trying to figure out what makes you special? Because everybody technically is special. We're genetically different slightly. Right, but we are, we have more in common than we don't. So, what makes each one of us special is fine. You know, make that's what makes us unique. But what makes you stand out? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's that's big enough to you know attract certain people in certain situations. So I don't know. So we're gonna go as Cal comes back in. What's up, Cal? Is he coming back in? Yes. Got him. There he is. Well, this is proprietor. What are your thoughts Mr. on that? I think the the whole concept of giving yourself like a numeric value or something like rate yourself out of one out of 10 or, you know, give yourself some kind of, oh, we lost Kyle again, some kind of rating, you know, on a scale. This is how well am I comparing to other people, right? And we're playing a numbers game. Like we have, we have stats, like we're, you know, like we're video game characters or something, right? That, you know, my, you know, my intelligence is X and my strength is Y and all this. Stuff. Like I'm rating myself on this scale. And someone talks about, they feel like they deserve to be with someone who makes X amount of money. If you're even thinking about a relationship in those terms, you're already fucking up. Like that's, right. that's sort of the whole problem with, with, and honestly, this goes back to incels. This goes back to the kind of advice that's being given to them by either this Kevin Samuels individual or Jordan Peterson Ben Shapiro, or any of these other type of personalities of saying, well, here's how to improve how you come across superficially so that other superficial people may take interest in you finally. Like, no, like the whole idea. Oh, there's some weird noise. Going on. Okay. Get a high quality mint. Okay. Just push through, push through. Right, I'm gonna push through. Sorry, I, I'm like Ron Burgundy with the teleprompter. I see it. I got no, it. Mean, like I am, I am the worst. Um, but like, just, yeah, just generally speaking, like if you're thinking about what a person contributes in terms of like their financials, do they have a nice car? Do they do they will they look good on my arm? Are they a nice dresser? You know, or do they work out all the time? Like, if those are the things you're looking at, like. They can be earmarks for things that are good or healthy indicators. Like, does somebody does somebody love themselves? Are they taking care of their body, right? Because that's a sign of mental health, right? Because if you don't give a shit about your own life and your own health, you're not going to take care of yourself. You're going to eat like crap. You're going to drink too much. I drink a little bit. But, like, drink too much. You don't work out, you know. 
and your body goes to pot as a result. So when you see that, it's not like, oh, well, they're not a gym rat. They're not going to look awesome next to me. Right. That's the wrong way of thinking. Like this person doesn't love themselves. There's another problem here. Mm-hmm. That's that's the correct way of thinking about it, in my opinion. And so like when someone doesn't make X amount of money, well, why? What are they doing with themselves? Are they like Kyle? They're out here like really trying to change the world and trying to make things better for people who have been left behind is like one of the most altruistic and amazing things I've ever heard of anyone doing, right? And then there's somebody else who can make a whole bunch of money and there's just an asshole. Like, why would you want to spend your time with a person like that over someone like that? And again, Kyle, I don't know if you're single or not or or what you're looking for. I'm just trying to put you out there, man. Like, you're a good dude. Right. Look at the little... Yeah, there he is. He's like, come on, come on. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. I want you to answer that. Then we'll go to the comment. I can't follow that. <laughs> I can't follow that. That was a good promotion, man. That was a good promotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to listen to my own words. <laughs> no, yeah. I, 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 pre- I, I appreciate the kind words. And I am single, so I'm, I'm not the... Hey, uh, y'all single. Let's go. We, got, we three men. There he is, folks, in the comments. <laughs> go get him. Okay. Prison. <laughs> Right, so we'll get so there was a comment that says Kevin Savage struggled. Let's put that up here because he conformed himself to attract the high quality woman he thought, thought being the key word there, he wanted. I'm that process, uh, he ran further from. Okay, okay. I think, yeah, I like think what you mean yeah, from his problems oh. instead of addressing them, you basically covered it up by presenting as successful, I think is what she's saying. Um, you know, maybe what I mean, obviously, considering the way he died, it would indicate that, eh, you know, he, he tried to present as if, but maybe he wasn't really all there. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gone out that way. Well, okay, so here's Absolutely. the thing I watched somewhere around 20 hours trying to research. It was tough, man. I had to listen to some sermons, some Disney movies oh, to man. kind of wash that taste out of my mouth. But he did make some good points. And what I will tell you is one of the points he made was that. He himself, like, married a woman with a child, right? And there was an issue because he was like, hey, man, if I'm going to provide all this stuff for you, as he makes, you know, I think his net worth was somewhere around $4 million. Nothing crazy, but he did well. Um, so he says, if I'm going to pay for education and all these things, like, I need to be able to get him on program the way I think is appropriate, which means uh, the training and all of that stuff, right? And I guess he disagreed, and that eventually led to them getting a divorce. And he was married again, and he mm. talks about his faults. He talks about his faults and where he was and where he is now. And all he said was, "In my fifties, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to do all that, man." Mm. And I'm telling you, I I'm in the room with these other men. These quote unquote high value men. I'm in the room with them, and they're saying the same thing. I'm not trying to deal with all that. So if you're saying that you want what you perceive as a high value man, then here's what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to be perfect body shape, right? You're gonna have to be subservient. You're gonna have to be okay with him cheating. Oh, he had a whole list, but he says also- That was on his list? That was on his you list. You gotta be okay with me cheating on you. Oh yeah. Oh He yeah. said that out loud, like with out his mouth. loud, all the way okay. out loud. But he also gave an alternative. <laughs> if you're not, if you're a woman working at Walmart and you think you're a five or six, according to your own words, Get you another Walmart, dude. Why are you aiming for five? Why do you think you deserve 500K and above? And you're not willing to do the it's, things that these men are actively asking for. 
So he was very, very <laughs> specific. And here's the, one of the examples I can find. So let's see if, if this gonna work this time. I don't know, folks. I supposed to settle for a uh, now wait, bro. Can we I pause first? Can we pause? Sure. Now, before we get off into this, because they wasn't able to do this shit. Now, no knock to my to my queen that's here on the screen, my brother. But she's about to ask for some seven-figure nigga. Ma'am, you're not in the position to get him with this cheetah nightgown that you Wait, got on right now on. And this half-fucking-comb head you got. You know what I mean? Like, there's a whole lot of shit you got to do before you can start asking for a seven-figure nigga, all right? And you ain't begun to do the shit, all right? Now, he didn't say that. He didn't tell you that. But it's real. I can't get. I can't ask for Oprah, right? I can't ask for Oprah and come up here with my motherfucking hair ain't cut and I'm goddamn looking crazy all in the face. This is just the starter. This is just what you're looking at right off the bat. You know what? You know Hang what on. I mean? Let's let's get this beautiful queen off the screen for just a moment. Get him to frap off producer now. What the frap are you doing, Rick? No, you know what? I'm supposed to be cool, calm in all situations. The person who yells is not a person who's in control of himself. We saw. First of go. all, you got a cooler. You got a cooler dropping any kind of B word. Damn, that, black Kevin says she's a. Give him the crap out of here. So here's what I'm saying. You keep kicking. You gotta, look at this fight. Look at this fight. Look at this fight. I do this. Oh, come on back here. Come on back here. Here's what I'm saying. First, we got to watch our language when we're talking to our queens, black, white, otherwise. Second, we have to be careful as far as saying those types of things to her, right? It may not be what we don't have like. to be careful about saying nah, those types of things. We should get them all. Here's what I'm saying. You gotta be careful about the kind of question. Get them all. Here's what I'm saying. Here is what I am saying. There's somebody for everybody. She's beautiful to somebody. There's no reason to zoom in and focus on that, Mr. Rich. A, she a fellow fine gentleman. As hell to a lot of people. But yeah, if you're looking yeah. for a seven-figure nigga, you better go do your little more work. So better now we're talking about research. specifics. Right, specifics and something he had a lot you want of. Want me to lie? I ain't with. gonna do it. No, I'm not saying lie. I'm saying you can be quiet though. Okay, okay, hold on. I, I, I appreciate Rich's. I appreciate Mr. Rich's humor on this, but like the fact that she's saying seven figures, that she start that that entered in the equation of a thing that she said. You fucked up. Be part of. So what? She's already, she's already fucked so what? up. So what? There's something that you want, David. There's something that Rich wants. Sure. There's something that Cal and myself want. But if, right oh, it's okay. That. No, no, no. I don't want to focus on that. I want you to understand. It is okay, ladies, gentlemen. It is okay to say what you want. Aim but high. The, the next aim part. High. Aim high, right? Shoot for shoot for the stars. If you miss your amongst the moon, that's the correct way to say. It. I hate when people say it the opposite way. That is so famous. But because, be prepared is yeah. what he said. You understand? He wants you to aim high. But he wants you to have your shit together too. That was the other part of the message. See, she yeah, heard the first part of the message to aim high. Did you hear him say, have your shit together too? Did you hear that? The seven figure, eight figure niggas not looking for the four, five, six. He he he's shooting high. He's shooting for the moon. You know what I mean? And if and, and but does he, he have open that scarf the, like Kyle does? Exactly. Doesn't right. have that I, scarf like Kyle does. Shout out to, to Kyle's scarf. We gotta make a Twitter Kyle scarf. No, but I'm, so here's where we get into the weeds of things. Right now we're getting to it. Ask for what you want. That is absolutely great. Doctor Jordan B. Peterson would say so. <laughs> Hashtag Kyle scarf. <laughs> Kyle scarf. Hashtag Kyle scarf. 
Thank you. Hey, DG King from that on Twitch. That gun. We're everywhere. There you go. So here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I think that if you're being realistic, like, wait, first of all, be raw. Be willing to be raw, look like a fool or whatever, and ask your question. But you have to engage in some active listening as well, which I think that's where she really made her mistake. Because what she's looking for is a very specific type of guy. Okay, so let's take a listen. I am 5'3". Dress size? I am a medium. Dress size? Number? What the fuck is a medium? Um, yes, sir. A... She know what he meant. <laughs> she didn't want to say. Gonna... She want to say that big ass number. How much did you weigh the last time you weighed yourself? 157. A goddamn lie. <laughs> Let's face out of the shower. Just your natural face. On a scale from one to ten, what would you this rank your looks? Natural face. What? Okay, fresh face out of the shower, your natural face. You can't use seven. What would you rank yourself? One to ten. Here come another lie. Okay, Dang. six is right above average. A five is average, right? Let me do. You're five foot three, a hundred, a dress size ten, so that's above average weight. Five foot three, you should be roughly dress size four, four six, one hundred twenty five pounds. Even if I believe you're one fifty seven. 160, you're almost 33 pounds, 33% over your ideal target weight. And you have, listen, listen, listen. If you're, if you're average to cute looking, (laughs) if you're below average health from a weight standpoint, and you have two children, overall, does that make you Below average, average, or above average? Factor all those things in together. Thank you, Miss Phil, y'all. Average. So why should you get anything over? Then why should you get above average? What do you mean settle for? You should yeah, get I what see, you are. I see, I see millionaires with average women all the time. All the time. They don't have big chest tattoos either, and two oh. other kids. Man, so I can't get, I'm just I saying, okay, this. I want to, no, no, I mean, let's be honest, let's be honest. Why should an average woman say she's settling for an average man? Okay, I'll stop it there, okay? <clears throat> I feel like I could make a lot of money if I just decided to be a jackass on YouTube. Like, no, 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 but beside, <laughs> that's beside the point. We're not here to... Those two people to, deserve each other, honestly. Like, I mean... You th- get a lot of that, but if you sift through all of that, right, sometimes you got to dig deep to find the gold, diamond, or, you know, embers, whatever, mm. right? And I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is she herself said she was average and she felt she deserved more. I want you to really burn that phrase. She felt she deserved nah, 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 more. Nah. Ain't nothing to burn. See, that, that's it. Once again, common sense ain't common. We get it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's common to us. You know what I mean? I don't understand how somebody can say, you heard what was said. You see who's talking. I'm not about to bullshit myself. You want to bullshit yourself? You go right ahead. I really don't have the time. I've got shit to do today. And bullshit with you ain't on ain't on the list. You know what I mean? It's not on the list. Like I said, I, I go back to sports, right? If you can't shoot, I'm not finna sit here and, and talk about, hey, yeah, that's an all right shot. It's pretty. No, motherfucker, you can't shoot. 
Hey, she can't shoot. She can't shoot. She can't shoot. But here's what I'm saying. And when I say burn that in, that means I'm going to use it later, right? I consider myself a young budding author, if you will. <laughs> and you can't say anything unless you plan on using it. You can't say anything in chapters one through three unless you plan on using it in chapters 12 and on. Be when I back. say deserve more, that is a reoccurring theme in this world, this country, in our separate states and cities. Right. Mm-hmm. Jasmine killed Jasmine, she, she can't shoot. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but literally deserve more. Like these mass killers believe that they deserve more. And they went and sought out some sort of sense. And what they got was the internet. And the internet said, come on over. We got a place for you. And matter of fact, it's not, none of this is your fault. It's these Mexicans' fault. It's these black people's fault. Right? It's the rich, elitist white people. It's the poor whites. It's just whatever. Whatever flavor that you like. Right? The ideal of a con is that the people who are being conned desperately want that to be true. Because if that's true, that's something I can do something about. I can go shoot up a school and show the system what's what. You know what I mean? I can go shoot up a, a, a tops, right? I can go shoot a bunch of old black people who can't defend themselves. Just right? makes you an asshole, though. Well, that's fine, but there are plenty of those out there, right? I'm sure, you know, at least two right now on the uh, screen, right, being the two co-hosts. <laughs> but we do it in different ways. We do it in different ways, and what I'm saying is people believe, people that believe that they deserve more and not based on anything that they've ever done in their life, you fucking those crazy. people are dangerous. <laughs> you can say crazy, but dangerous, because then you're a blank canvas, and no matter who they bump into, LG plus community, right? This wave of middle school girls who just, oh, man, so I don't have to do any work. I could just say that I'm bisexual, and all of a sudden I'm accepted into this large group that can't be Rachel questioned. Rachel You can't be questioned. Right? Otherwise, you're a bigot. You can't question them. You're a bigot. Or any of these other things. Feeling of, I deserve more with no work. I mean, look at Bitcoin right now. Hey, man, pay some money, and what we'll do is, is we'll make you rich. Well, what are you making? What are you giving the world? Right? And you see these large dips. These large dips. And what I'm saying to you, that's dangerous. Somebody who thinks they deserve more. She rated herself on as average and she believes she deserve somebody and shouldn't have to settle for some regular type dude what is that where did she get this from how did she get there craig said she want roof chris and she got a wendy's budget <laughs> wendy's ain't roots roots chris steakhouse <laughs> i hate saying that name but yeah oh miss phil y'all was on it hold on wait nope okay hold on okay you know what I've done too much. I need you guys to click this link I'm about to put in the chat and come on and say your piece. Ask our guests questions. Uh, guests, I don't know how much uh, how much time you guys have. Stick around for as long as you want. If you need to dip, dip. That's fine. But click that link right there and come on and ask your questions. Let's sort this stuff out. And in the meantime, we'll go back through. There was a question here, I think, for Mr. Rich. I thought I'll start. I got a hard stop around nine, but uh, until then, I'm I'm kind of cool. Good, good, good. Okay, so back in the back in the chat, Miss Phil, y'all says, okay, serious question: Why is getting laid such a big deal for a guy? 
do men not want a good relationship instead of just getting laid? Now we covered this, Rich. There it is. There, we covered uh, this in our relationship. Still, y'all, if I know ass is a part of the relationship, I'm gonna go ahead and start about this early, right? I'm not gonna wait six months in and figure out if this ass is the right ass, right? I'm gonna get this <laughs> under the control early, Miss Phil, y'all. Uh, so it's not that it's uh, just so. Oh, you know, we only care about this and not the relationship. No, I care about the relationship. And I know that you're not going to keep me in the motherfucker if the ass ain't worth two quarters to rub together. You understand? So, uh, but isn't that a problem though? Look, I'm going to go to Cal because he works with a lot of teenagers. Right, Cal? Click that link if you want to come on. There it is. Oh, hold on. I got you muted here. Sorry about that. There you go. You work with a lot of teenagers. Do you see this sort of delusion in them? Like, I'm about to be a rap star. I'm about to be a high, high value gangster, right? I'm about to live like Pablo Escobar, whatever. I have to be honest. Anytime I hear Kevin Samuels, I lose a lot of brain cells. (laughs) Some shit up here dies, and it's it's. I have to reset before I come back on. Um, Oh man. Uh, honest, honestly, I'm not the I'm not the person to to answer that. Uh, I know it's, it's you just did. It's like the, you just facts, did. Yeah. big facts. I, uh, I I don't have that type of work experience with uh, with children to, to give a general answer, but I do see a pattern of uh, of a very limited scope of ceilings and aspirations for people romantically Damn. and career wise at that age. Um, I'm sure that that's something that affects everybody, but culturally I notice it, but that's because I'm, I tend to work in a specific culture. Good question. Yeah, man. Good answer. Honest answer. And, right. and that's, that's, that's real. A lot of, lot of, a lot of kids don't know cause they've never seen, you know, they have no clue what's out there what they can do, what they can be. So let's do a better job of teaching them, showing them. You understand? This is why we're dressed like this today. Kevin Samuels did do some good things. Yes, he <laughs> killed some fucking brain cells. But you know what he did? He taught a nigga how to smell good. Know why? Because they like that shit. You know what I mean? Told me to put a suit on. You know what? They like that shit. So there's a few things that he said that they do like, right, that we got to run with. He told me to be a responsible man before I go out here looking to have... Uh, any rain over these women, right? He told me to. He right. told me to do some things to take care of myself, right? Before I expect anything out of her, and I have to say that thank you, sir. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If all of our fathers had told us that, we'd be better as a race. <laughs> I, I must say. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to say. I think Kevin Samuels is an idiot's for. Now, Kevin Samuels is a white person's vision of what a black man should be. Ooh. Okay, hold on. This shit got here, base. Spicy. Got, oh, we'll get damn. to this field, y'all. Wait a minute. Get to get him to the big screen. Thank you, Kyle, man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need you to explain that. Elaborate. Time he certain. definitely said it, didn't he? Let's have it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's muted. Kyle, you're muted, sir. Yeah. yeah give us all uh, the I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to leave with Kevin Samuels. I'll answer any questions if if anyone has a direct one. But I'm. I'm not going. I'm not going. uh, I'm not going to give that uh, much of my my attention. What I what I see is a bigger problem, and I think that's where you all were headed, which is the the 
condition of our women, of women in general, so that they need or feel that they need a Kevin Samuels to tell them how to get their shit together. Um, Thank you. I, I, I love to look like around there. I like it. What you said is that to, to the woman that called in with them, uh, both of them, right? It was two women with two dumbass different things that they said. First and foremost, where the fuck is your daddy? Yeah, because that should have been the first Kevin Samuels, right? Your daddy should have told you, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my motherfucking life. Like, before you run this shit past your man, you should have to say it to your daddy, your uncle, somebody with a little more sense, right? So somebody somebody who could tell you, you out your motherfucking mind. And I'm not going to say that we shouldn't have to, too. Maybe we should have to speak these things to our mothers and our aunties before we run them past these women. Because sometimes we say some bullshit, you know what I mean? But that works both ways, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with being accountable, you know what I mean? That That helps us being accountable to each other. Yeah, man. Look, I agree. So I like man. Cal's got such a big brain. I love it. I wish I could just magic school bus myself into his <laughs> thoughts and just wander around and just pick up paperwork. And go, hmm, interesting. Because that's exactly what we try to do on the show. First of all, I am so sorry for not giving the show rules. Everyone is a little bit right. Everyone is a little bit wrong. Everyone has something of value to share. This drives my wife nuts because she believes, no, 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 no. Not everybody. <laughs> but if I'm saying to you, if a Kevin Samuels is saying like, no, you got to be this, that, and the third and all these things, like you have to uh, be okay with your man cheating. And he's going to provide that lifestyle that you want, but be okay with him cheating. I get that. I get that. But I'm saying there is something of value. He always says, if you're looking for that specific type of dude. That's it. Yeah, he also talks at length. What he said. Right, but he also talks at length. He says the best. So first of all, his idea of a 10, Kelly Rowland. His idea of a woman who carries themselves with confidence, grace, and the right amounts of disagreeable, disagreeableness and agreeableness, Grace Jones. That people often down for looking like a man. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just these things. These are the things that get highlighted because this is what our state of society is at. Right? The state of the union, it's not good. It's not good. And I love that Cal is willing to explore that past Kevin Samuels or any of those guests as uh, Craig, Craig Jude states that, you know, hey, if those are the type... Okay, hold on. Right there. Hold on. I'm going to try to do Craig's voice. If old Kevin Sam, if old Kevin had those type of mm -hmm. engagements as his average engagement, no wonder he won. He picked his fights well, except that's a very small percentage. But that's what made him go viral because that's what we like. We talk often and at length about how people, like we just kind of let politics do whatever they want. So the politicians are looking at the people who are engaged, and you know who's engaged? The major corporations. That's why it's illegal to even study gun violence of certain natures in this country because the NRA absolutely has a chokehold on one of the parties. And here we are. We all sit and just have to just whatever, accept it. Like there's nothing we can do except we could do something. And that's what these people are saying. You can do something. Get people together to vote. Educate yourselves. Demand better. Aim for that. 500k above range but if you don't make it 
make sure you treat that that um, average worker who makes 50 to 80k a year like the king that he is. Men, make sure you're treating your women like the queen that she is. No one talks about those things that Kevin Samuel said. So I like looking at the totality of a person. I say maybe 5% were engagements like that. But mostly, he talked to incels, he talked to other businessmen, and he talked to other high-value women. They call themselves the FBI, right, and the CIA. I forget the acronyms, but mm. the idea that they pushed him, and he was glad for it. He said the best thing, women, that you can hope for is a good church man who's willing to work hard. That will lead you to happiness. That's it. If you think that you don't want that and you want a number, well, shallow people expect shallow things in return. So he gives them the advice that they ask him for and book sessions and pay this man to tell him. So my real question before we go to Miss Phil, y'all, is what is it that we actually value as individuals, as family members, as people in relationships, outside of relationships, country Whatever. What is it that we value? Miss Phil, y'all, the floor is yours. I think um, that we need to learn to um, love our neighbors and um, and quit putting a value, uh, mon a money value on someone. Um, I think that's really what the problem is. Um, I don't like you because your hair's not this color. Your body doesn't look this way. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of what um, our problem is today, that we need to learn to love ourselves first before we can love somebody else. That's that's how I see it. Um, uh, I quit giving a flip about what people thought of me or how I looked or how I didn't look. And uh, when I learned to love me, and uh, did for me, I broke all those chains of what was going on in society. And I dressed for myself and how I look and when I look in that mirror. And if I like what I see, then that's the way I'm going out. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. I make my own fashion. I don't follow fashion in Paris or whatever. I just don't. I don't care. Can, can, I, can I ask you a question? Do you, when, when you go, when you dress up or put on makeup and things like that. Are you doing that for other people or are you doing it for yourself? I don't wear makeup, but yeah, when I dress up, um, I dress for myself. I, you know, I pick my clothes for myself because I'm not looking for a guy because most, a lot of the women that I know, they want somebody to complete them. I, I don't need anybody to complete me. And I'm not being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not being um, sarcastic or, 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 or um, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying I'm confident enough in being by myself and paying my own way that I don't need. I think what he's saying is, why did you comb your hair this morning? Because I've always combed my hair and I want my hair to look nice for myself. You right. Know? But there's think, a lot I of think... women that didn't comb their hair this morning, right? And they don't have to worry ever, not even a little bit, right? About the guy that's walking outside and said, man, hitting on them every few minutes, doing the cat calls. They won't have that problem. You know what I mean? They wake mm -hmm. up, don't don't comb their hair, don't brush their teeth. There won't be I know that myself. If I wake up in the morning 
I don't, if I don't, if I don't brush my hair, if I don't brush my teeth, if I don't iron my clothes, certain things, I won't get a bit of attention. I'm talking about not the slightest, good nor bad. Well, I might get bad, might get bad attention, but I certainly won't get any good attention. You know what I mean? So it's like a subconscious thing where, you know, a person can say, I can say all I want to, hey, I do this for me. I don't just do this. If it was just me on the island, you think I'd give a fuck about my hair? Well, <laughs> you, yeah, I get you, what you're you saying. Saw, you saw Tom Hanks on that island. He didn't get up and comb his goddamn hair. He was fat as shit after three, four months out there eating fish and crab and shit, whatever he had to do to survive. That's what you'd be doing. We do this shit every day because we know another motherfucker looking at us. Regardless of who it is, people's opinions matter to us. If they did not matter to us, we would not talk about this shit. We wouldn't be going back and forth about other people's business and what they got going on. I wouldn't have this fucking jacket on. You understand? Everybody does this shit just based off of what the next person is thinking. Now, there's a line to be drawn there, though. And you decide where that line is that has to be drawn. You know, if you want everything to just to just be about appearance, live your life that way. But at some point, you got to make this shit real. At some point, it's not just about appearance. At some point, it's about, yeah, I got up and combed my hair and I did this and I did that. But fuck you if you're not trying to make me happy. If yeah. if if happiness ain't what you got on your mind when right. you look at me, you won't have me. And I think that's where you coming from, Miss Phil, y'all. I, I think. But, you know, you let me know. Okay, quick know. rebuttal, Miss Phil, y'all. And we'll... Get back to the task here. Uh, yeah, I do agree. I mean, I'm I'm me, and this is you get what you see. I mean, you get what you see, what you get, and and I don't, I don't, I don't try to please the other person. I mean, I just this is me. Mm. I mean, I'm nice, I'm not rude, but I don't try to. I don't. I just I don't play games. I'm not a game player. You know, this is yep. just what you see is what you get. The, the reason the reason why I asked in in the first place is because the, the vibe that I got off of you is that. You know, you may present yourself a certain way or you're just generally taking care of yourself because you're doing that for you. You didn't do it to, you know, if I saw you on the street, right? You, you didn't do that because you're, you're hoping to get cat calls or compliment or, or positive attention from passersby. If you're taking care of your appearance, it's because you care about yourself. Correct. Um, that's that's kind of where I was going with that, which it, it's important. Yeah, you know, and, and there is an element, a social element of getting that positive feedback from other people. But if you are if you've taken that to the point that you are only living and are only taking care of yourself for that reason, that's not going to hold up. I mean, and that's why I mean, that's one of the reasons why incels end up like incels is because they have this very shallow view with regards to appearance and validation. That goes back to the whole sex question is like, why is sex so important to guys? It's validation. If you talk to any incel, just about any incel on the planet, they won't pay for sex, even though sex is super important to them. They will not go get a prostitute. Why? Because they had to pay for it. And that means that they didn't accomplish something by getting it. It's not real. It's It's not not, real. It doesn't doesn't count because they had to pay for it. There's no validation behind it. And then what they're looking for 100% is validation and through all of the most shallow like right. avenues possible it's it's the entire wrong kind of thinking both the guests on mr do Samuel they make show, validation pussy 
I, apparently for some people. But, okay. okay. So we'll get ahead of you ever heard of a trophy wife? I mean, that, that, that term comes around for a reason. Yeah, but, but hang that's on. Validation that's validation pussy. Like, isn't just arm candy. She's also helping really run the business. Right. Okay. <laughs> but that's different, that's different people's definitions. So I want to address this. Thank you, Miss Phil, y'all, for coming. Trophy on. husband. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Y'all be good. Yes, it goes yes, both ways. So here's what I'm saying. <laughs> he says, I got a trophy wife. This comment here, <laughs> Kevin was living on appearance, life caught up. I wish he'd click that link. Hey, man, he's, real shit, real shit. That link. So real what do you shit. think she means by that, fellas? We'll try I to go think she means. Here. Keep it concise, Mr. Rich. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I think she means like these bitches on Instagram taking all these funny ass pictures. Like these niggas doing the same thing to follow suit. Yeah. Yeah, so you said don't say too much, right? I think y'all got what the fuck I said. I okay, Mr. Papayden? <laughs> <laughs> With regards to what? I think I've lost track of the, the, the thread here. Okay, no, so we're talking about this comment that Kevin was living on appearance and life caught up. I don't think so. Oh. I, I mean, do not agree, but go ahead, Mr. Papai. It's not it's not like 100% one and 0% of the other, but I think there was a lot that he was trying to present as appearances and say this is how i'm really i'm acting as if until you know fake it till you make it presenting what he wants his image to be to the world as an influencer because he's making money by doing it it's exactly there was a comment earlier about he kind of picked his audience members right the people who would call in are the most ridiculous low-hanging fruit so when he tells them what's what oh uh, you say you want someone who can make you know oh, seven man. figures and hang you're on, you're on. a five on the numbers it's hang super on. easy that, it's shooting fish in a barrel hang on Hang I can on. do that too. I mean, Hang I really on. could. Hang on. Hang <laughs> on. Let's clear something up. I told you in the 20 hours of this guy I watched, that was not even, unless a conservative number. It's not representative. Okay. 5%. But nobody wants to talk about it. So I'm not here to talk about Kevin Samuels. Frap Kevin okay. Samuels. May he rest in power. What I want to talk about is why people flock to that and not when he's telling incels to, hey, man, there's nothing wrong with jerking off. How about take a shower, read more, yeah. work mm -hmm. out. There's nothing wrong with that stuff. There. There's nothing but wrong with that stuff. But that really stuff not. doesn't sell, Papaya. It doesn't sell. Right, right. So, well, and, here's the and that's problem. the better message. That's, that's <laughs> the better message. <laughs> you know? That's hilarious. You got, you got, you got, you got a lot of these guys out here. They offer here, Zilla, stop it. Stop what? Get on here and explain yourself. I don't understand what you're saying. Quit acting like you ain't Ben Shapiro for dating advice. Get the frap out of here <laughs> here's what i'm saying to you here's what i'm saying to you it's not about samuels it's about these <laughs> desperate men and women who were seeking a person like his his advice my, it's ridiculous it. but my, we gotta start looking to at those hold on david all right, all right, we right. gotta start looking at the actual problem why is it that someone who works at walmart believes they deserve a 500k or more husband that not only does Cardi that, but B he said said so. Say again? Because Cardi B and the city girl said Yeah, but this so. is before that, Rich. <laughs> this precedes Cardi B. This made Cardi B. Hey. This made the city girl. The, it made the, problem, the city boy. The problem is, is not, I mean, there is a problem with someone who, let's say, works at Walmart and thinks that they should be with somebody who's bringing down, you know, all kinds of money. The problem is thinking in those terms at all in the first place, rather That's than it. taking care of your own life That's and seeing to your own happiness and things that, that will self-actualize you as a person. What's important to you 
should That's be more. It. I mean, every, I mean, I know there's enough people working paycheck to paycheck, right. And it's hard out there for a lot of people. I understand and respect that, but you have to look beyond just numbers. If you're looking for value in your life, you gotta, you gotta reach deeper than that. And if That's you're it. only hitting that surface level, like you've already got a problem. I said, hey. can't put a cap on somebody's Shouts face. Shout out to Juice Podcast. Hey, and says, uh, hey, shout, shout, shout out to that. Shout out to that. Hang on. But hey, anything is possible. You can't put a cap on somebody's face. No doubt. So here, here's what it is in a nutshell. Here's what we're aiming for. We're aiming for to try to figure out all these things at once, right? Why does the incel exist? Why do these mass shootings keep happening? Why do we allow, allow these companies to control the politicians who keep wages the same while everything else, cost of living and production goes up? What is the real problem? The real problem is we're not stepping up. We're, um, we're not getting the information from the right places. My wife works at a bank. And when she told me, she was telling me like, yeah, you can do this, you can do that. If you're trying to start a business, you know, your bank should be able to help you write out a business plan for free. Why are so many business owners struggling? Because we're not going to the right places to get our information. There's a clip because of this guy talking about- the right things. But we, okay, I think we do, but we don't know, we don't value how to get them. We value money. But we don't want to hear Frappin' Warren Buffett say, I spent the last 30 years building up my wealth and then gave most of it away. Who the frap wants to hear that? Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to eat next week. I don't have time. I don't have time. Now, there's a stat out there. This guy went to a prison, an all-male prison. And he said, uh, I need y'all to stand up. I need y'all to stand up if you didn't have a father in your life. 90-plus percent stood up. Same thing in the women's prison. And then he went talk to youths. And this guy who says, I'm about to just quit being the principal. I can't handle it. They just don't care about themselves or anything else. So they definitely don't respect me. They just don't care. And so he went to address them. He said, stand up if you don't have a daddy at home. 85 to 90% stood up. So as we look at something like this, and I know you're not a religious person, but again, I feel like if we can learn lessons from Lion King, we can learn lessons from just about anything, right? Let's see if we can extract some wisdom out of this. It says, I command Abraham to raise the children and to teach them righteousness and justice. Ephesians 6.4 says, fathers raise your children. In the Bible, it is the job of the man to raise the children, not the woman. Deuteronomy chapter uh, 4 verse 9. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 6 and 9. Teach your sons and your grandsons. Why didn't he say your daughters and your granddaughters? Why does he say, why did all the sons and sons and sons uh, uh, so much in the, in the scripture? Not because the daughters weren't important, but because the sons were to be prepared to replicate the father in the families that they themselves established. So pour into the sons because in most cases, if you get the men straight, over time, the women have been built to come along. Thoughts? Um, 
<laughs> I don't even think well, of what, one, I'm an atheist. Two, I object strenuously to most of that. Um, uh, and three, I, I also don't have the time to expound. Um, so that'll have to be like a teaser grenade that maybe maybe I can come back on and talk and chat with you gentlemen uh, some, some other time. Uh, I understand the need to raise people, boys, girls, whatever, that you need to have a loving household, something that is teaching values that are important rather than just what is superficial in life. Um, I, I can understand all of that. I think we, in a lot of ways, have lost our way as a society in terms of, of understanding and instilling those things in, in boys, girls, whoever, in, in the next generation. But I think we are punting by appealing to really archaic like gender role stereotypes about who's supposed to do what in order to make those things happen. And again, I understand that it'd be controversial. Um, and I don't have time to, so again, just as I ended my, my podcast back. yesterday, I award oh, myself on. zero points hold for on. saying any of that. Hold on. You'll have to come back, but one quick yes. point, because yes. you gotta, you can't, you can't flip over in the book, go to I page know, seven, read it and then go, <laughs> yep, yep. I like it or I hate it. Right, but here's what I'm sure. saying to you, Mr. Papyrus, because I know you got to go. Everybody's got to go. I'm so sorry for going so long. It's, here I it is it, in man. a nutshell. Here's here it is in a nutshell. If he's saying that the responsibility is on the father, you got to look at what else that means, right? Even if you look at the Bible and says the number one thing you have to love God before anything else, well, then the most important question is what does it mean to love God? And here's what I'm saying to you, right? Not trying to convert anybody or anything. We got to start zooming out. Just like Mr. Jude talks about the market. He's a day trader, extraordinary legend in that field, right? He says, you can look at these little dips and get worried and flustered. But if you zoom out and see a positive trend over a long period of time, a larger sample size, then you're on to something. So when he says it's the responsibility of the father it's not this thing that he's just somebody who just rules over his wife and children like cavemen. Mm. The idea of responsibility is the same idea behind a CEO. We at this company are equal in being, but not in function. And if you're telling me that the male patriarchy is one of the biggest problems, the biggest threat to women, men. The biggest threat to the environment, men. All these things, men, 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 men. So how is it wrong to say that we got to start teaching these men how to do it? And Samuels, Peterson, pastors, whatever, they seek to do that. Coaches seek to do that through sports. I, so that's I, a topic can, for another day. Topic for another day. I, I will say that I definitely appreciate that sentiment. Um, the way it comes out is not always helpful is what I'll, is what I'll say to that. Oh, but yeah. you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's not like men should bear no responsibility whatsoever. I think right. it's extremely important. I participate in a philosophy group. We meet once, once a month. We talk about mature masculinity, what it means to be a man and what, you know, what responsibilities that, that conveys that we're not trying to eschew, you know, manliness, masculinity and say, Oh, it's bad. It's wrong. Don't right. be masculine. No, no, no. We are. That, that that is who we are but what's the right way to live our lives in that mode essentially so and that'll be my final point hold on you gotta tell the people where they can find you so you can elaborate on such social constructs Go. oh man okay so again i am david papaya and i host the fermenting opinions podcast uh you can find us on the itunes beyond pod we are on facebook and youtube i have a youtube channel uh please like and subscribe hit the little bell so you get the notifications when i go live 
I, I will do things that are topical and I will as well just do kind of panel discussions, not all that different than kind of how we did tonight. Um, and again, thank you so much for having me on, man. I, uh, you guys, this, this was a lot of fun. Um, and it's fun not to be the host. I get to run my mouth a little bit rather than, oh, just, man. Man, know, rather than just manage the conversation for other people. I get to talk. Shit. It's great. I'll put out, I'll put out 12 <laughs> fires back here, man. I, I know. I, know I need to fire I don't, the music and stuff like that. And your little intro video. Like I got, I'm getting some tips from you guys. Hey, Trust me. Hey, like I just, I just it. like to do the thing. I'm not so good at making it fancy. So you guys are inspiring oh, me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. With the hat, find him at um, that gum fermenting opinions podcast. That's right. Yes, sir. Thanks for, for joining us. All right. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank Peace. you very much, man, for joining us. So then there were two. And what I'm saying to you guys is like, we got to do better at zooming out. Like Craig said, when in doubt, zoom out. We got to stop getting so stuck on the man belongs at the head of the household. Or I ain't no makeup. That's the problem. That's the problem. Your question, I think, should be, well, what does that mean? That means if my wife works in the financial industry, guess who's going to take care of the money and the bills? You understand that? If I'm better at doing laundry, maybe I'll do the laundry. And Rich, a few shows ago, we already destroyed the ideal of men are this way, women are that way. No, 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 no. What exists in reality is men, there are some masculine and feminine men and some masculine and feminine women. And we have to do the work if we want a worthwhile conversation, worthwhile relationship, whatever. It's not about Kevin Samuels. It's not about Jordan Peterson or any of these people. It's about you. If you don't like how your life is going right now, it's something that you are lacking and you need to find it out by having an honest conversation with yourself. Because as Peterson says, you can't save the world if you haven't cleaned your room. As Craig writes in, oh, this guy, cynical. So that, uh, let's see, so that how you will. Okay, maybe I'm the Kevin Samuels in the market. Yeah, yeah, you're realistic and you don't care about hurting people's feelings. But what are we willing to do? What are we willing to do about these mass shootings and otherwise? About these horrific relationships? about these dirty business dealings. What are we to do? And if you guys are saying that man is a problem, then yeah, we're going to all have to focus on men and we're going to have to figure this out. Because I will say that Kevin Samuels and Peterson and even your boy uh, Ben Shapiro, as much as you guys like to like just point out only the negative viral stuff, they are saying the same thing. Just like that pastor said, men need to step up, figure themselves out, do better, and then lead a family. Don't make the same mistake that some of us do, which is you put the cart before the horse. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have sex with this girl and then try to figure out everything else after. And then you wonder why we are sitting at 51% of marriages ending in divorce. Why our kids are out of control. This dude shot his grandmother in the face and then went shot up in elementary school. We have to do something. Maybe we don't like how Samuels talks, but maybe we need those distractions for these people so they're not picking up weapons and joining these crazy uh, groups. But that's just me. Rich, as per usual, last word, my man. Hey, man. Uh, once again, thank you guys for joining us on another episode of Urban Academia. And as we know, common sense ain't common. 
You know what I mean? But uh, what we do have to do is we have to learn to take a little bit more accountability per human being, per individual. All right. So uh, we may not have it figured out as far as uh, what what everybody should do in totality. But you figure out what it is that you can do, add to the world, make it better that way. All right. Everybody else, uh, be honest with yourself. Try your best to do that. I think uh, a lot of the Kevin Samuel shit got blown out of the water with, you know, because he was talking to certain people certain ways. But, you know, at the end of the day, all he was saying was be honest with yourself. That's what I heard. So uh, much love to everybody that joined in and watched. Much love to anybody who's actively seeking to improve yourself and improve your life. Keep moving on that path. We love you. Common sense ain't common. And we'll catch y'all next Saturday. Peace. Thank you.